I think the sneakiest way in which we sabotage ourselves is when our own inner voice becomes influenced by the perspectives of others and we begin to police our own actions and behavior through the lens of what we think other people want from us or what they think is acceptable or appropriate. And when the call is coming from inside the house, it can be a little more challenging to understand it for what it is, which is not the voice of our authentic self, but rather an echo of our lifelong conditioning. Welcome to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm Jenny Rose, your average 30-something millennial who spent years following the conventional roadmap to success until one day I looked around and realized I was burnt out, uninspired, and living a life that was out of alignment with my dreams and desires. So I threw away the old roadmap and now I'm following my own inner compass as I create a life that leaves me feeling lit up as fuck. I started this podcast because I know that I'm not the only one who did all the right things, yet ended up feeling trapped in a life meant for someone else. So if you're feeling stuck, consider this your permission slip to throw out the old roadmap, tune into your inner compass, and create your unique version of happiness, even if it doesn't make sense to those around you. Join me here each week for a dose of inspiration, encouragement, practical advice, and honest conversations with others on a similar journey. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Jenny Rose. I am the host of the podcast, and my mission with Lit Up AF is to help more people to wake up to their own power so that they can create their own unique path to passion and purpose, because life is too short to be living it for anyone but yourself. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your continued support of the show. I absolutely love having you here with me each week, twice a week, and today I have another Attunement Tuesday episode for you. Each Tuesday, I release one of these quick mini episodes with the intention of giving you an opportunity to check in with yourself, to get inspired, and to realign to your highest self's goals and desires. So today, I want to talk to you about one of the sneaky ways in which we often hold ourselves back from doing the things that light us up in life and how to recognize if you might be holding yourself back in this way. And that sneaky little way of holding ourselves back is worrying about the perception of others. I had dinner with my family recently, and I was telling one of my brothers about the new job that I'm going to be starting at the end of September, and he made a joke about how I had talked so much on this podcast about how I was stepping back from corporate and how it must look funny to others now for me to be accepting another corporate role. And he said all of this in jest. It was not in judgment, but it sparked something in me that I was like, ooh, you know what? I really should talk about this on the show because even though my brother meant it in jest, this line of thinking is absolutely something that has held me back in the past. And it's also something that I've seen hold so many other people back as well. So let's talk about it. As kids, we always had people telling us what to do, when to do it, and most importantly, how to do it. Parents and teachers and caregivers and whoever it might have been would be the first ones to express an opinion and to tell you whether you were doing something right or wrong. So we looked to those authority figures for things like love and acceptance and approval, 
all of which translated to a feeling of safety. And of course, we did need a lot of guidance, especially when we were young. But sometimes as adults, we can forget that we no longer need to make decisions or base our actions around this need for acceptance and approval from others because now we can give those things to ourselves. Some people will always have an opinion about everything that you do and they will express it to you and that can be tough to hear or it can be annoying to deal with sometimes if it was completely unsolicited. But I think the sneakiest way in which we sabotage ourselves is when our own inner voice becomes influenced by the perspectives of others and we begin to police our own actions and behavior through the lens of what we think other people want from us or what they think is acceptable or appropriate. And when the call is coming from inside the house, it can be a little more challenging to understand it for what it is, which is not the voice of our authentic self, but rather an echo of our lifelong conditioning. Subconsciously, your brain thinks that it is keeping you safe by telling you to act in a way that aligns with the expectations of others. Because again, we learned from a young age that acceptance and approval equates to safety. And your brain's job is to keep you safe based on what it learned from previous experiences. In many scenarios, this is going to be a good thing, but in other scenarios, it can really hold you back. For example, your brain telling you not to touch a hot stove because it's going to burn you is a good thing. But your brain telling you not to apply to your dream school because a teacher once told you that you were stupid or your brain telling you not to start that cooking blog that you have spent years dreaming about because the girls that you went to high school with might make fun of you. That's all just a pattern of self-sabotage. When you let the perceptions of others hold you back from doing the things that are scary and intriguing and exciting to you, then you are robbing yourself of an experience. And the longer that you let that fear keep you stuck playing small, the more you are going to miss out on in life. And I meant it when I said that life is too short to be living it for anyone but yourself. And yet so many of us do try to live life in a way that is acceptable to others. But to do that, we end up killing off or pushing down or neglecting certain parts of ourselves that deeply want to be accepted and expressed. And in my opinion, your only true job in this life is to be brave enough to express all parts of you because those hidden parts, those desires or excitements or feeling of intrigue is a glimmer meant to initiate you into the lessons and experiences that you are here to have in your lifetime. So tying it back to the conversation I was having with my brother, I've spent the last year or so processing and recovering from the burnout that initially led me to take a sabbatical from my career. And initially, I thought this sense of exhaustion was coming from a place of pursuing the wrong thing in my career. But now with a bit more perspective and insight that my time off has afforded me, I've realized that it wasn't necessarily the industry or the role that I had chosen, but the way in which I was going about my career that was truly depleting me. I have talked a lot on this podcast about how patterns like people-pleasing and having no boundaries and not taking care of my physical and mental health and pushing myself beyond my own limits repeatedly for years on end played a big role in the burnout that I experienced, which is not to say that there aren't other career paths that intrigue me or that I might once again find myself wanting to pivot in the future, 
But for where I'm at in the moment, I found myself missing the creativity of my field, the connections that I have made in this industry, and frankly, the lifestyle that it affords me. So I am really happy to be re-embarking on this journey, regardless of how others might perceive this shift in priorities, because at the end of the day, I am doing it because it feels right for me. And the way that I decided to live my life when I left corporate almost a year ago was to aim to always do the next quote unquote right thing that my gut was telling me to do. And this is the next evolution of that. I feel like a completely new version of myself than the woman that I was a year ago. And I'm really proud of that growth. And I'm excited to see how different of an experience this leveled up version of me is going to have in this familiar industry. So it should be a really fun experiment, but enough about me. Let's talk about you and how you can apply this to your own situation. I am curious if there was something that resonated for you when I was talking about that deep desire or that interest that keeps poking its head out, but you've been too afraid or anxious to pursue it because you're worried about the perception that others may have of you. I think everyone has at least one of these desires hidden away. For myself, it was wanting to start a podcast for a long time and being afraid of what others would think of me. And obviously I overcame that because here I am almost 50 episodes into the podcast. But how did I overcome this fear? I'm going to share with you a little exercise that has worked really well for me. I want you to picture the current version of you standing next to your inner child. The current version of you is just the expression of who you are in this current stage of your life path. And your inner child represents a younger, more innocent version of yourself that craves love and acceptance and approval from others. It can even be helpful to have a picture of you as a child that you hold on to and you take a look at if you have a hard time creating this in your mind's eye. And then I want you to envision your current self holding a permission slip, just like we used to be given in school when we were kids. But unlike when you were a kid, I want to remind you that your current self is fully empowered. You are ultimately the one that is holding your own permission slip, no one else. And as you go about your day-to-day life, I want you to notice when and where and why you say no to yourself. And when you say no to yourself, I want you to ask yourself two things. Number one, do I actually want this no to be a yes? And number two, if you do in fact want the no to be a yes, I want you to then ask yourself, what am I afraid of? These questions are going to help you first identify desire and then help you identify the root of any fear that you are experiencing. And fear can come from many different places. You could be experiencing a fear of being seen, a fear of being misunderstood, a fear of failure, or conversely, you could even be experiencing a fear of success. Remember what I said earlier about children needing approval and acceptance to feel safe. Your inner child is feeling unsafe in the moment that made you immediately say no to yourself because of the root of that fear that you have identified. And now you get to give that safety to yourself. 
So once you've taken a moment to understand where the fear is coming from, I want you to envision giving the permission slip to your inner child. Give them permission to be seen, permission to potentially be misunderstood, permission to be disliked, permission to fail. Whatever it is, just imagine giving your inner child that permission. And then I like to imagine giving that inner child a big hug and giving them some words of encouragement. Whatever it is that you need or needed to hear when you were younger and you were feeling self-conscious and give that to yourself now. By letting your inner child be heard and validated and by soothing their fear, I find that it becomes so much easier to bravely say yes to myself and to forget about the perception of others because at the end of the day, we are all just little kids walking around in big adult bodies. And so acknowledging your inner child is key not only to healing, but also in being able to move past the fear that often holds us back. So that is the exercise that has really worked for me because oftentimes we are our own harshest critic and we can easily forget to give ourselves the self-compassion that is needed to truly, bravely live a life that lights us up, regardless of what other people think of it. Okay, my friends, that is all I have for you today in this mini episode. I hope you found a ton of value in today's conversation and that this permission slip exercise helps you the next time that you find yourself saying no to something that you really want to say yes to, but you are afraid of what other people might think or say about you. I will be back on Friday with another full-length episode of the show. And until then, I hope you have the loveliest of weeks. I will see you again soon. Love you. Bye. If today's episode lit you up in any way, please consider sharing it with a friend or loved one you feel would benefit. If you want to continue the conversation on today's topic, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at litup underscore AF. Lastly, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review for the podcast to help it reach more listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found value in today's episode. I'll be back next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you.